shall we head to my favorite planet in the galaxy? The planet of good vibes. The planet of good vibes. Good afternoon and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Ham Planet Podcast. I'm your host, Peter Ham. And if you're new to the podcast this evening, it is fantastic to have you here. You are in for quite the show. So stick around, get comfy, get cozy and uh soak in the good vibes because there will be plenty if you're new to the podcast ladies and gents this podcast is all about good vibes great people and glorious stories so if you're into that stick around because you're gonna love it so to get right to it we've got an extremely special guest in the building tonight and um couldn't be more fired up to have him on. It's uh, always an honor to have him. He's um, a fellow proud Baylor graduate from the national championship Baylor Bears. He's um, a man of many talents, needless to say. He's an exercise physiologist. He's an online health coach. He's a fellow soldier and He's one of my favorite bodybuilding scientists, and um, he's provided me tremendous value in so many ways, and I love picking his brain, so I couldn't be more excited for us to um, have a great episode. So without further ado, we have my man, Mr. Eric Mora. Eric, how you doing, brother, man? It's a pleasure, man. You know, like, these podcasts always get me fired up. You know, I love... I mean, not just like the comfortability behind just freelancing and such, but giving my word, giving our word out to the public, you know, and it's that's a, all I can ask for. It's a damn good feeling, honestly, like being able to being able to have what we have now where it's like you can have a video immersive conversation with people who you're like, damn, I need to speak to them and i love speaking to them and uh technology technology has done us good in that area oh yeah i mean like i said you know like we can now because like, there's like that lack of emotional yep. connection it's just vocal you know and i always like seeing who i'm talking to and again like now that we're so true educating and i mean you know like the entertainment purposes will always be there but like especially because i mean like we already kind of had like a pre-chat about like what's about to be going yeah. down you know, like it's a lot of good information 
again, just like what you said, positivity just for the facts, because there's so much misinformation nowadays, which we'll touch upon a little yeah. later. But just wanted just to be known that this kind of stuff should always be taken for granted, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, like, because you saw what happened with COVID, never know it's going to go down tomorrow. So soak it all in while you can. Brother, couldn't have said it better myself. I mean, the the point you touched on about how texting is just like completely emotionless and it's it's unfortunately like viewed as emotion like an emotional conversation by a lot of people. And um when in reality like it's it's not and the way to have a good, valuable conversation that there's great understanding and value built on both sides is face to face. So it's great to see your face, brother. Of course, man. Yeah, like what the viewers don't know is that like we haven't seen each other in like two years. Yes. <laughs> Shit. I know. Last time uh we hung out was summer of 2019 howdy there ladies and gents it's your good friend commercial break peter here to remind you that today's episode is sponsored by showing some love and you can show some love to my good friend eric by giving him a follow on instagram at eric f mora and subscribing to his podcast live long headstrong and uh, if you ever need mentorship or advice in regards to training, nutrition, pharmacology, Eric is a phenomenal resource for that. So show some love and we're back to the show. What got you in to bodybuilding, hitting the gym? Because I know there's always like a catalyst for people like yourself. People like me who are just like gym, health, fitness oriented, you know, savages, simply put. Um, I just want to know how how did your journey start? I mean, I started like the BS high school lifting once my mom called me fat. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, well, this was senior year and I wasn't fat, you know, I mean, because like I've always been, I mean, you literally saw me in my skinny small days. I was just, you know, like kind of getting a little beer belly, you know, and like, I, cause I stopped playing soccer. I was kind of, you know, smoking a little too much weed, going to Sonic too much, you know? So my mom called me out and luckily for me and like the way that I was raised and like what I went through. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like I'm very thick skin, you know, but I'll take criticism and, I mean, like, I don't take it personal. I take it for the benefits. You know, okay, what do I need to improve on? So you can always improve on something in life. And so in this case, okay, I'm a little out of shape, you know. And so I started going to the gym, you know, and nothing really structured. I mean, granted, I was freaking 18, you know. Yeah. And so, um, but, like, I was always, like, that one to, like, lead the workout, you know. I was always the one that was wanting, okay, let's do this. Let's do that. Let's do that. You know, so, like, I was always, like, eager to go. And, oh, yeah. then, and like it was one of the reasons why I chose exercise physiology for my Baylor major. Um, I mean, well, I was originally going to be bio, not really know what to do. But then my sister brought it up, exercise physiology, 
from one of her um, classmates, I guess, uh, at UT. And so I was like, screw it, you know, like, why not? Sounds cool. I'll do it, you know. And so um, I kind of went like a full transition from casual gym goer to like literally all out bodybuilding, nothing else in my life. I'm going to be like Kaya Green, you know, because that was like my guy at first. Oh, yeah. He was, he was my guy, uh, too. Still is a so was, Oh, yeah, of course. That was April 2015. So, like, I was already at Baylor um, my freshman year. So, well, spring freshman year. And so, like, I saw a video. It was like a, a day in the life. And I was like, okay, that's what I want to do. Seriously, you know. Um, yeah. And so started taking it more serious i started to do all the bodybuilding necessities if you know what i mean you know and absolutely so, um it's kind of like one of like my early on decisions because i was so committed you know because like that's the, the guy who i am you know like if i'm gonna do something I'm gonna go all in or nothing you know and so as i was doing like that kind of naive experience with bodybuilding i was still learning myself um however it was taken away from my studies so there was a time where I really got slapped hard in the face and I was like I need to find that happy medium of prioritizing and utilizing my studies and my resources here at Baylor and also maximizing my bodybuilding physique you know I mean nutrition and health like, where is that fine line? Yeah. And so the balance that finally, that finally came in fruition in 2017 ish, you know? And so that's yeah. whenever real science education side really started to sprout, like really starting to research and overanalyze everything for my more, for the most optimal exercise output, nutritional sciences, training iq which is all like the like three i mean three major things about bodybuilding but i transpose them all to regular life you know yeah you know like efficiency of meal prepping and now i don't have to worry about that now i can time my day where i work i do this i do my class studies and all that um and so that was over like two years where i really started to brushing up on that and so 2019 was uh my first competition, you know, yep. Europa that June, I mean, like right before that we started to link up. Yep. I mean, you saw me lean as shit still. Bro, you were diced up. <laughs> yeah. And so, and then like kind of, I mean, I've done two shows, one of which was that. And then like one was last year during COVID. And yep. now after doing those shows and after taking a step back, getting the fresh air, you know, like being realistic about myself i now know the balance between between bodybuilding but still being health and wellness and longevity oriented which is what i preach to all my clients which is more of a if you work with me as an online client you, it's more of a mentorship which is what i always try to do you know i try to teach and preach the good positivity and vibes i mean like you've literally kind of seen it you know like just like chatting i'm always giving my information out absolutely for free that, and where that, the whole kind of like circle comes around you know started just about myself based some 
realities, really how to grow as a person. Now I'm back to helping others now, you know, and teaching and spreading wisdom and positivity. I fucking love it. I mean, that's the, um, that's the approach that, you know, when you're able to look back at the journey you've been on and take a lot of pride in it, the, the good shit, the bad shit, the crazy shit, and be able to turn it into a story and wisdom and expertise that you want to share. And like, it gets you fired up to share it. I mean, that's, uh, that's the good shit in life. Commercial break. Peter here saying amen to that. Also do your boy a favor. Spank the like button back to the show. That's the good shit in life. It is. Because I mean, like, I know that you knew me of being like a smarter guy, like back whenever like we first started talking. Absolutely. So like by like those first conversations, did you expect that kind of level of I mean, because like dude, I've grown so much like between like that time, but I mean because yeah. like I was very knowledgeable back then. Like, did it ever occur to you that like that was ever a likelihood for me just being like a regular meathead too? You know, honestly, no, no, brother. You you um you definitely shine bright in that category. And the thing that I love about it is when you get asked, because you know me, I'll ask like just any type of question to you. And I, I seek a lot of value in that. But the thing I love is like you get fired up when I ask those questions and you give me all I need and a little bit more shit that is like, knowledge that i wouldn't even have thought of had you not mentioned it so um that's hundo p is going to be a competitive advantage you have throughout training and helping clients with health i'm a firm believer in that no doubt brother and also just like tell me how it is too man but like like, of course like i don't come off as like a direct douche you know yeah not it's a dick of, it's more of a genuine type of not really influence but like more of a genuine like source of information yeah you know that like i don't want like there like to ever be like some sort of like oh should i ask this and does he does he have time to answer me that you know i mean like dude right i always make time whether i'm at the gym whether i'm at this and that just i mean like you know people bro like man i asked well I, I forgot what it was but i mean like some dude like didn't want to give me like two seconds of his time because he was two weeks from being 12 weeks out from his show so he didn't he didn't want to shy away from his workout type shit i was like this motherfucker bro i was like all right dude now i see where your head's at now i see why your relationship is also struggling too you know but hello p but i mean hey who am i you know who am I to judge? Well, you know, you just hate to see it because it's like when you witness things like that crumbling around people when they just don't see, you know, the message you're trying to give them or the the fact that, hey, you're 
you're so hung up on this that you don't even see what else in your life is getting destroyed. There's like so many other aspects about life that's very important, you know. I mean, like again, just like what I was telling you earlier, man. Look at what happened with this whole COVID. I mean, bro, like now that people are are dropping like flies, man. I mean, like you never know what's gonna happen tomorrow, you know. So take every day, treat every day as it's one, you know, like make the best out of it. Well, first off, thank the Lord for the day. That's just like what my boy the weekend said. Got up, thank the Lord for the day. Yeah, you know, but like that's you got it right on that one. That's literally on my board. I was like, got up, thank the Lord for the day. You know, I mean, that's literally like the best lyric ever. So I do love that one. Lord for the day and appreciate every human encounter. Appreciate everything, whether the good or the bad, and make the best out of it. With, with, I mean, like, it seems so cliche, yes, because it is, but like it's so often overlooked. Yep. That like. Like it's kind of like an, a necessary thing now to you know like preach that side of life. Yeah. It's very you know, like it, it it shouldn't be like that. It should be always good vibes. It should always be like that. But I mean, everyone has a hatred towards you know. I mean, like people see people striving. Yeah. You know, it's because this. Oh, it's because that, bro. Like literally, this past weekend, I was called synthetic you know because well so my friend said this he he said well, friend fucking hell i mean i don't know why would you say that to a friend but um he said eric i see you drinking i see you having junk food and i see all this but you still maintain this physique right i'm like well, i'm like well bro it's called balance you know like, you don't see my other 40 meals yeah. for a week Clean. You don't see my other 23 hours of the day. Exactly. I mean, like, you don't see me training my ass off. You don't see me getting up at 7 and, like, being literally out of my house the whole entire day, going to different gyms, training people, working itself, you know. I mean, like, yeah. you don't see that. You see the two hours of me enjoying my time. Right. And so, right. again, I mean, like, that's just, like, the calm. I mean, but me being so open about – Syntheticness or whatever you want to label it avoids that roast, you know, because like I've, I mean, yeah, now like what else can you say about me, you know? Okay, he takes stuff, okay, thank you for pointing out the obvious, you know, but like what else, you know? Yeah. And then, then I, I start making it like I flip it, you know, I'm like, what do you know about it? Can you even spell testosterone? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, what part of the body does it affect? You know, how does that affect the hypothalamus, pituitary gland, adrenal access? What? what? Exactly. Exactly. You know, I'm like, exactly. Don't talk upon subjects that you don't know about and don't disrespect people, you know, because I was like, why, man, like that's okay. That was a little rant. Yes. It's a rant. I agree with. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, but now you see like where like not a rant. It's a truth, brother. Yeah. I mean, this is all facts. Don't get me wrong. But it's like wow you know like you're gonna call someone out like that because you can't achieve a physique like that you can't go to the gym six times a week yep. you can't do this with the cardio plus workout you can't diet you know i mean like there's so much behind it that was so wrong but of course like i could have taken it i could have oh, yeah fuck you all this i was like no. yeah you kill him with kindness 
Come with shyness, brother. Especially us large alpha type males. You know, if we inflict our anger, it could end bad for them, most importantly. And we want to avoid that shit so we can keep, you know, living the good life and providing value to the world. Yeah, man. I mean, like, because... You know, if a shit hits the fan, like we're like the ones that get like the bad rep for it, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, you know, it, we were, um, fight, you know, something like that. Well, the, th- the thing I feel like that, um, it was kind of happened to men is that, you know, we've always had the role and responsibility in society as be the leader, be, be strong, courageous. Uh, you know, build your found, build your foundation for your family, so on and so forth. Be the hunter. You know, back when they were cavemen, and now it's there's a whole other side of the spectrum that's like, hey, you got to chill with all that shit. Like, settle down. Like, don't, don't, don't cross the line. Don't take too many risks. Don't. Um, you know, don't hurt anyone's feelings or don't. So there's a balance that needs to be struck. And um, I feel like exactly what you said is the great way to approach it, which is radical transparency. Yeah. And just, and just letting it rip. Because the thing is, for for everyone that likes it and supports it, and enjoys it they're the same people that you want to continue to have in your life and the people who don't like it or the people who aren't okay with it or don't understand it and they're just a dick because of it those type of people you will see that it will be clear in one way or another and then from there yes you've got that you know who who values what you are and what you preach and you know who doesn't and those who don't not a fucking problem not, wor- <laughs> not worried about it uh, hasta luego <laughs> quick johnson drain and we're back to the show what's gucci brother welcome back needed that piss such a great feeling <laughs> All right, brother. We're fucking getting into some of the good shit now. I'm curious. What you got? And um, I want to go into some science shit, too, in regards to experiences and whatnot. And um, first, when you were cruising, what's your test dose usually? Hmm. Um, used to be 325. And yeah. Now I'm in the, this is like, I got my bloods back and my test was my total test. By the way, guys, whenever you get your blood test, free test means nothing. Whenever you see that uh, eugenics increase your free test, that does nothing. My total test was like 11 something, you know, which is like a little bit above normal. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, like, that's kind of like my. I mean, I, that's where you want. That's where you want to be, though. Yeah, I mean, like I can probably drop to like two, two fifty, two, two seventy five, you know. But then, like, 
I run the risk of losing size because like I do deflate, you know. I mean, like of course, like everyone will deflate. To, yeah. I mean, like we all know that, but it's like I really deflate, you know. So I kind of want to keep a little bit size, you know. But I mean, of course, like being health oriented, um, donate every three months, get bloods done, see how the engine's running, you know, so to say, you know. Yep. And then like. We can talk about like blood, blood work and all that whenever you want. But um, yeah, so cruising for 325 and that's, I usually cruise way longer than what my blast is and yeah. what I mean by that. And so I, I'll blast for 12 ish weeks plus mine may throw in a couple more weeks no more than like two or three though. I mean, like I'm not going fucking 2025, you know, this is yeah. like 12, like 13, 14 weeks. I'll cruise for like 20, 30 weeks, you know? I mean, bro, like, because, so, I did my NPC Southwest Championship show uh, blast, which went from end of May to August 1st, and then did my little rebound, you know, Um, and so I was done basically September 1st. Yeah. Um, My plan was to actually roll back up uh, end of November, early December. I actually didn't start until March. So, so that was yeah, six okay. months. Yeah. You know, like six months later, just making sure that everything was good. Plus, I mean, the more time off, do you like the fresher your androgen receptors will be too, you know? Yeah. Contrary to belief, you know, like we don't have to always yeah. stay on. There's no one telling you to get back on, you know, like, cause like, yeah, like there's like that time on time off, you yeah. know? And I mean, like, yeah, like that's a good reference point, but then like that leads to a lot more, not really drug abuse, but it's just like there's no reason for you to be doing four blasts in a year, you know? Absolutely not. I mean, like, I'll do two maybe. I mean, like, literally, I'll do two major ones, and I like, usually one of them take like a contest prep. Yeah. You know, so, like, I'm not e- even growing theoretically, you know? And so, I mean, like, just like what I'm doing with this blast. Yeah. Um, I did my little deck, uh, did a little test um precautionary for i mean i grew grew, but like i feel like the growth was more directed from the gh and insulin you know yeah um i don't know too much about i mean i know gh insulin but the pharmacology aspect of it like i'm excited to learn excited to learn I mean, like, if you want me to break it down, I can real quick if you want. Yeah, and um, if you could drop in some metformin knowledge, I'd be curious. Glucophage or met um, uh, metformin, you know, like they're kind of like, I mean, they're meant for like the pre-diabetics, um, you know, to in- improve your glucose uptake, you know, because pre um well this type 2 diabetic so type 2 diabetes cuz like there's type 1 and type 2 yep. type 1 is where you're born people, with it yeah and well people's insulin well people's pancreas does not secrete insulin you know thus blood sugars will be remained elevated in the bloodstream and like that can cause problems um uh, with, uh, you know, extremities, um, of course, like having high blood sugars, stress levels, et cetera, et cetera. We it's know just, like all like the, yeah, we know like all like the bad things about Type blood sugar. Got it. It's got it. It's tough. 
Yeah, I mean, but luckily they have an easy fix. You know, I mean, they can just have an insulin pump or they just um, manually prick themselves with whatever insulin they are prescribed to by their endo. Yeah. And so type two is basically insulin resistance. What does that mean? Is that like the folks have stimulated the pancreas so much and they've had to be secreting so much insulin for such a long period of time because of their poor diet, thus causing a lot high glucose, blood glucose levels in the body. And so it needs that much more insulin to act upon the insulin like receptors, which are on two main locations. That's the skeletal muscle and the fat cells. Now you see where I'm going with this. And now you see why type two diabetics are so obese. So more than likely or not, these people are not going to be resistance training. Never we, um, never we resistance train the muscles become a lot more spongy with the glucose uptake, you know, like they're going to want to be, well, because as we resistance train, we're going to deplete muscle glycogen so we need to refill that glycogen is a stored form of glucose of course we know that and so um but if you're not doing resistance training then the skeletal muscle doesn't really need to be fed you know like yeah so that so think of it like this so you have two different forms of parking you have a parking garage oh I remember Baylor in their parking garages. But, oh, there's a shit show at Baylor. So parking garage. Fucking no. Um, so <laughs> parking garage, and then you have a big open field. I mean, like literally open field. So yep. think of it like this. So the parking garage will be like your skeletal muscle. You have only so many spots, right? And the parking spots will be the uh, muscle cells, and the cars are the glucose. Okay. The blood sugar. And so there's only so much that the muscle can hold. So then that rest of the car is like the long ass line from the old, the long ass line with the big amounts of blood sugars. They yep. must have the other free, free space, you know, like you have got to park somewhere. Acres. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like we can't just shit out blood sugar, you know, like we, we, we have to have it uptaken somewhere, somehow. Of course, no. like if it's too high, then like you know, like it gets pissed out, but that's not healthy. Um, now there's kidney that, distress, et cetera. That, that's like not good, yeah, of course. And so, um, the free land is the adipose cells or the fat cells, and so you have all those cars parking at will because, um, adipocytes, adipose cells, fat cells they can increase in size, hypertrophy, and also increase in number hyperplasia and so that's why you see people getting to the 400 500 pounds of body fat because they i mean physiologically fat cells can kind of go on forever muscle cells you see i mean natural of course in this case i mean like you only get so big you know i mean because muscle muscle cells excuse me can only hypertrophy you know like that's why hypertrophy training hypertrophy all this you know and so that's kind of like generalizing what glucose insulin and all that such does and why fat people are more associated with type 2 diabetics so type 2 you can still make insulin from the pancreas but the um connection 
between the insulin and the insulin-like receptors on the muscle and the fat cells, um, they become a lot more desensitized. And so they become insulin resistant. And so they'll, and so, but the simple fix and the cure of type two diabetes is a healthy diet and exercising. Whoa. (laughs) Would you believe that? No, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's pretty stupid, but, um, so glucophage or metformin is used to kind of like increase the sensitivity of those insulin-like receptors for the reason for that whenever insulin gets secreted by the beta cells of the pancreas. So pancreas has alpha cells and beta cells. Alpha cells create glucagon, which raise blood sugar. Insulin excreted from the beta cells with lower blood sugar. So... Um, Insulin then acts upon the insulin-like receptors, just like what I've been saying, to lift up to the top of the cell membrane, the GLUT4 transporter. That's what actually allows the uptake of the blood sugars of that glucose into the cells. So people always think insulin is the insulin is a shuttle, insulin is a shuttle. No, the, the GLUT4 transporter is the actual shuttle itself. So yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like that, that kind of answers that. And so Absolutely. now taking that one step further to how do we amplify skeletal muscle? And well, how do we use that in bodybuilding context to where we can achieve the most muscle within a physique, given the implementation of growth hormone and, and insulin. So like, we'll just talk about those two. Yeah. So because we know what insulin does, now we talk about why bodybuilders use growth hormone. So growth hormone, what the bodybuilders wanted to do is to increase the number of muscle cells because yeah. remember what I said about muscle cells can only increase in size right? in a certain amount. So the growth hormone creates new muscle cells. Yeah. Well, like, there's a caveat though. It grows everything. You know, it grows yeah. organs, grows hands, feet, grows heart. heart. Yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's why you see guys like Dallas McCarver have an 800 gram heart. You, I'll ask you this, Peter. Just, I mean, like, just like, yes. Yeah. How big or how much in grams, how big is a normal, healthy human male heart? What do you think it is? So if a if Dallas McCarver, who passed away at 27 from a stroke, had an 800 gram heart, what would you guess? I'm gonna guess 250, 200 to 300 grams. Good job. No shit. Okay. And I didn't tell him this too. Too by the way, yeah, this is a good I, guess. I, I was doing a, a personal way, like inside of my chest. <laughs> Mind muscle yeah. connection, baby. <laughs> yeah. So 200. To 300 grams is a yeah. male n- normal heart. Okay, so Rich Piana, dude, yeah. like in his late 40s, his heart was 600 grams. So that just goes to show like the <coughs> level of you good champ. Um, level of so. <laughs> level of abuse that Dallas was going through, which is why like I'm always like, you know, preaching that health and longevity because I mean, bro, like you're about to be right yep 
Exactly. I mean, like, I'm about to be 26. And I'm like flirting at that age, you know, and just imagine passing away from a stroke from that, from steroid complications and well, drug abuse, you know, like, yeah, it's a sad way to go. It's sad. Yeah. Well, it was crazy too, because like, he, so this was June, 2017, so a couple months before he passed, because he passed away in August. And um, whenever he was at the Arnold Australia, he like uh, collapsed on stage. And so like, I mentioned, I was like, hey, man, you know, I mean, it sucks that that happened on stage. He's like, well, yeah, you know, man, I mean, you get sick sometimes. In my head, oh, well, like, this was, like, 2017, so like, I wasn't very, like, knowledgeable about much, you know. But yeah, in my head, like, I was like, oh, yeah. But then, like, now that I look at it, it's like, bro, like, that man. I mean, bro, like, there's literally. It was a horse. Well, like, look at this picture, man. I mean, like, let me show you, like, bro, like, his, like, facial structure changes it is fucking crazy dude like look at this holy fuck his fucking right. nose got huge hey look at his and forehead I, yeah crazy right oh yeah like and his nose yeah dude and here like i'm gonna um i'm saying this so you can have it there too bro send it to me please yeah dude and like that's why i'm all about health and longevity bro um you've, yeah, always, so, you've always kept that at the forefront and that's um that's something i've got immense respect for because number one thing that you're cognizant of is that first yeah of course yeah bro so i love I the fiber life oh dude fiber man i got my okay. whole family on the shit brother really yeah that's good brother i got my dad i got my uh brother all all the men in my family who need it yep and for those that don't know fiber so you have insoluble fiber and then soluble fiber um all this is basically just to aid you in providing bulk to your stool um which then will also improve your lipid panel um primarily um cholesterol and LDLs to an extent, you know, I mean, like this is mainly determined on diet, but you know, most of, most of our diets aren't very fiber rich unless we're emphasizing like the boring food, like the oats and the brown rice and the whole grain such, which don't get me wrong. You know I mean? Like we can, I mean, it's not enjoyable. So you put fiber sauce on it though. It helps. Yeah, of course. Of course. I mean, like we can use that life hacks, but um, I mean, like, well, for the people that are in, um competitions you know i mean like it's very 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 low calories which number one problem i hear is oh like i haven't shit in three days i'm like well well and on top of that they're not eating any vegetables any green any leafy greens that are rich in, in micronutrients that will also aid in that digestive process yeah. and man, that dude, natural fiber yeah yeah and exactly yeah i mean it's like i'm a very big advocate on both you know like having a greens rich diet along with fiber supplementation which is more of a high quality fiber such as fiberize that is a psyllium husk base um fiber supplements and so like well like, there's like this whole thing about gut health that i can go in, into too so you see how like there's like so much that i can elaborate just on one question dude well just going off of the fiber topic I will say, like, as a athlete and as a guy who loved bodybuilding, fiber was never something that was uh, preached to me or, like, um, 
made clearly known that should be an essential part of your your uh, nutrition and vitamin regime. And once I implemented it, it was again. It it honestly showed me so many new things, like about my body, how I can make it function better if I ensure that fiber is a staple in, in your everyday diet, but as well as using it as a supplement, not just eating pre-workout and creatine and protein shakes. Like fiber lies is it's the it's the goat, honestly. Yeah, so I, I kind of have like a top four like supplements kind of like our necessity and so I'll, what's the top four brother so a very high quality uh multivitamin and so i don't mean a one tablet type of shit i mean like so i take b mineral quality sport vitamin a sport multivitamin i use b mineralized by species nutrition um about fucking 10 capsules a day but again you need species okay. doesn't fuck around yeah yeah and also, one thing to be mindful of is that make sure that your um, multivitamin has a high quality of zinc because zinc also aids in the hydrochloric acid or your stomach acid and also allows for your protein to be a lot more efficiently absorbed and utilized. So I make sure that you got that zinc on, unlocked too. Of course, species nutrition has that. Uh, well, the V mineralized has that in a very high amount. I've been taking zinc since I was... Very 14, like a lot every day since I was 14. And I think it's been a major factor to just like staying healthy, staying feeling good, yeah. staying hormonally balanced too. I don't yeah. put as a slight role in that, but. Yeah. And so um, omegas. So omegas. omega lies by species of Tristan. Um, or any high quality omega three and six. So, um, just like making sure that is very rich in the ALA. Well, um, omega three is EPA, DHA, and then ALA, which is alpha linolenic acid. And then there's omega six. I, I forgot the other one, but um, there's another ALA in the omega-6, well, that's alpha-linoleic acid. Um, just, like, make sure that those doses is, are I'm listening, brother. Of course, of course. Yeah, I got you. Um, so a good high-quality omega supplement. Number three, a super greens supplement. And so I take um, amazing grass super greens. Uh, they have chocolate berry and or regular flavored i mean like literally like nothing different amongst them um kind of the same but i like the fucking berry yeah yeah i mean like, that's my current stack right now so um and then my fiber so that's like for all populations too of course like different athletes different populations have different um supplements that i would recommend of two of course so we and have so Let's just go multi, with number one. Multi. Number two. Super greens and fiber. And fiber. Well, like, and the zinc. Well, so your multi zinc will be in there. Yeah. Um, but so this is in no order. This is all like 
number one, but like these are just four number ones, if that makes sense. Roger that. Yeah. So, I mean, like, there's a lot more. Well, like, there's like supplements for the competitor, supplements for artery health, supplements for inflammation. You know, I mean, like, there's all. You need those to start out. with those four first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are four key, key. And then you can start going on to the kidney support, the liver support. Well, of course, like this is like more for the enhanced athletes. Um, uh, And then you have like the artery health, which should be general population. But again, like more for the enhanced athletes. Um, It's going off your top four. I will say for the men and women out there who do not utilize those top four supplements like on an everyday basis and you feel like shit and you feel like it's this or that or something else like add those four supplements or vitamins to your life and see what that does for you because i don't know about you eric but i've recommended those four like as staples as well to all my rugby teammates, all my family, like I'm a huge advocate as well for those. And um, like the people who do not utilize those, you are not being smart because they're cheap, healthy, easy to use and effective. And so, um, Again, so I guess that we can um, zoom out and talk about fats, you know. Um, so fats are very necessary in one's diet. I see a lot in the bodybuilding realm. What do you see, Peter? Chicken and rice, chicken and rice, chicken and rice, you know. I mean, and that's protein and carbohydrates. Yep. And so but fats are very important because, again, our body and our cells are, are made up of fats. You know, there's a phospholipid bilayer on all – of ourselves, especially in the muscle cells too, you know? And so if you're depriving yourself off of fats, unsaturated fats, mono or poly, then you're taken away from cell health and their ability to be. That's like their armor essentially. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, so that's one aspect behind it. Now, like we talked talking about brain health and um, neurological um activity and also the importance of omega supplementation with pregnant women. So there was a study showing that women who didn't supplement with omegas during their pregnancy did not carry the baby to full term. The ones that did supplement went to full term and then one step later. So brain activity. So the kid from the mother that didn't supplement where that did supplement with the omegas so their brain activity was as if they had just been simulated with a new toy compared to the ones that didn't have um, omegas then they kind of have a decreased brain excitement activity which is very interesting fact another that's fascinating shit yeah i know right weird right and so i mean bro like this is like years worth of shit i mean bro like I know. Pen- That's why we're here. Get your pen and papers out, viewers, because you're learning a lot right now. But um, so now, so we're talking about the animal lard. So 
No, hold on. Let me get my. So this is Shadows. Shadow, welcome to the Hand Planted Podcast. Looking like a million bucks. Yeah, she's my little sweetheart, but. How old is Shadow? She's about to be one next month, dude. Yeah, so she's my little sweetheart. Oh, shit. New cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, have another one. I think that you probably met or you probably have seen her, but he's my white cat. Yep, I seen the white cat. Yeah, but um, yeah. So back to what I was saying. So animal lard, um, or like the animal fat. So you know, I like never like we see like the white stuff on like the chicken or like whenever beef says like thirty seven percent. You know, so the, it is a common misconception that that fat in the protein source is bad fat. However. Um, they're all going to vary, but over 50% of that an- animal lard is unsaturated fats. Do you believe oh, that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, so it's the good fats, you know? Um, but again, like I, people though, usually always scrape it off and they're like, Oh, it's fucking disgusting. Exactly. Yeah. But, um, one thing though, I don't really rely on them as my fat source for that meal. You know, like I'll right. I'll always do like uh, extra version of olive oil, which is a mono unsaturated avocado, coconut oil, um, almonds. You know, like those kind of high quality unsaturated fats. I'll always make sure that I have those in my meals. Um, so uh, just like proud of my nutrition every time I have any of those foods you just listed or those. Of course, dude. I mean, like they're the essentials. <laughs> necessity yeah i mean but like there is a i mean but there is a time where like well there is a meal that i don't have high fats um that's my pre-workout meal and so the reasoning behind that is because fats they do buffer the insulin response Mm -hmm. and they also slow down digestion and so but we know that insulin is the most anabolic hormone insulin means uh Anabolic means to grow. And so when do I want to spike my insulin is pre-workout. And so um, there's been this whole like trend about people eating like gummy bears and all that shit pre-workout. I personally, okay, I see it, but I don't. Shout out Seth Ferrosi. Yeah. I mean, so I like the idea behind it. I just don't like the fact that candy still, uh, you know. Howdy there, ladies and gents. It is your good friend, commercial break, Peter. Here to remind you that I hope you have a great day today, and I hope you have a great day tomorrow. Back to the show. One of the main reasons, I'd say top three reasons I decided to start the podcast was because there's too many people in this world that have like very genuine, valuable questions that they just don't ask or they're not you know socially acceptable with asking it to someone or they feel like what they're going to ask will be viewed as crazy or stupid or fucking list goes on and on but the thing is is my whole life i've drawn so much value from the people who were able to answer those questions for me without me having to um without me having to you know answer it for myself if that makes sense 
Yeah. Like, for example, throughout my whole high school, college, and honestly, it's been amplified as an adult. I have, you know, researched just any question I have to the maximum of my ability. But when you're able to ask it to someone who has experience in that area and more importantly, if that person who you're asking, who has the experience gives a, a response, let alone a good one, that response can provide value to a lot more people out there who probably had the same fucking question. Like I said, man, I mean, like, ask away, my friend. It's your homie commercial break. Peter here again. And you heard the man, ladies and gents. If Eric says ask away, ask I shall. So now we're having an intellectual discussion on SARMs and SARMs. Back to the show. You know, SARMs, you know, um, selective androgen receptor modulators, but there's SARMs. Selective estrogen receptor modulators. So, SERMs, primarily drugs like um, uh, tamoxifen or Novodex, from what you probably hear. So, those drugs were actually originally intended to improve the lipid panel. Um, LDLs, triglycerides, HDLs, primarily raise HDLs and manage LDLs. Whereas, like, this was like kind of like this past, like, decade type of research you know because like all these stuff are like newer to the game because like all we used to have yeah. are, um ais um aromatase inhibitors you know because again just to like freshen up on the viewers so yep. whenever one well i mean like this happens naturally too but um so testosterone has the ability to convert into many things DHT being one of them, dihydrotestosterone, and also estrogen via, well, testosterone can aromatize into estrogen. Hence, why did you get the term um, aromatase inhibitor? You're inhibiting that. Um, aromatization. aromatization. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, there's a kind of basic um, hormonal knowledge. Yeah. So the only, well, Estrogen, however, though, is necessary for healthy men, brain and sexual function. You know, I mean, like um, I once crashed my estrogen from taking letrozole for um, a gonococcyia problem. And basically, let me just show you. So you'll be going and then you kind of go softer, you know. So I can that's like, see it. yeah, so like that's like one of like the ways that you can like kind of tell if you crash your estrogen. Um, another way is if your joints feel really dry, you know, like your knees are cracking and like the old man syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like the back of your knee, like feels like that. I mean, like the ligaments, like, uh, sliding or what they call it, but that's one way to tell if you crash your estrogen. So you need that good balance of healthy amounts of estrogen, Thus, you can check that from your blood test on your estradiol levels and your E2 levels. And so um, these CERMs will help manage not crashing it too drastically. Um, they improve the lipid panel, 
contrary to AIs, which actually, um, yes, worsen the lipid panel. So you'll see the HDLs kind of tank on that and LDLs, triglycerides also not really improving or rising given the diet circumstances too. And like, they're also a, a little more hit, hit harder, you know, I mean, like they'll, I mean, shit, you take one milligram of um, a nasal every day and you're taking 500 tests, chances are you're going to, you know, have like no fucking estrogen, which will also affect your brain, neurological functions. Now, there's, I mean, like they all kind of link together, you know, neurological effects um, have always been like extremely fascinating to me. I must say, like thinking about, um, you know, the way my mind will function when it's in certain hormonal states, it's, uh, it's hard to analyze like in the moment, but once you have that, like, big picture approach of how everything affects um, each other. Fucking the way it affects mental clarity is huge. Like there will be some days where everything's firing on all cylinders. And I definitely feel like, wow, my body is hormonally balanced and synergistic today. There's days where it's just like, fuck, I, did blank and that's why i'm feeling blank and um it's fascinating shit the hormone profile everyone has is a massive dictator of how they feel act speak react and so on does that i mean like most folks don't know about anabolic androgenic steroids will have an effect on your um nervous system uh Parasympathetic nervous system, sorry. I I fucking can barely say it either. I was going to, you say the first half, me say the second half. So, um, and so most of the time, like it'll over excite your central nervous system, thus raising um, anxiety. And also, you know how some people experience insomnia or trendsomnia, you know, it's, It's because of that overstimulated, overexcited nervous system, you know? And again, like, and that's what with most, you know, um, EQ is known to raise anxiety like a motherfucker. A hefty cruise is not a bad ride. Dude, like, to be honest, well, like, my favorite was my Europa prep, but I'm very salty because my friend that was helping me. Yeah. Fuck my peak drastically because he has no idea about um, diuretic pharmacology, and yet he's preaching and slamming all of his um, competitors with four or five diazides and then making them flat as shit. And I was one of them, so no names, you know. But like you, I mean, like we already talked right. about them. So, but um, but yeah, um, but my look for that was insane. But that was like a low test, high trend, high masked. Um, Proviron, Halo, and High Winnie. You know, yep. but but you know, this is competitor for the optimal shreds look. Pro- yeah, this professional shit. Yeah, but um, for 
Um, but again, I was lean as shit. Again, like it wasn't because of you know like the diet. How'd you feel though? Tired. Didn't want to think about anything else and just getting my shit done. Exhausted. Um, didn't want to do anything. Don't talk to me. You know, like that kind of vibe. Yeah, I fucking so it's not a pleasant feeling, but because I was such in the exhausted state, you know. If I was right. eating regularly or like even like under maintenance, I would probably feel like a god. Yeah. Um, that's one of the yeah. things I'll say. Like, I love bodybuilding and I love everything from the fucking discussions around it to that way it can change people's lives. But, like, the one thing that has always steered me away from shows, which I'm just a meat house, simple yeah. as that, but how much, you know, intensity that fucking has to go into it and the um, depletion and certainly extreme shit you have to go through and go strive towards mm. like leading up to the show I respect the fuck out of it don't get me wrong by all means but like the people who can do you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 shows. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, bro, like, what else not- are you doing? Yeah. How the fuck are you alive? What's your, where do you stand on that? So no shows right now. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I kind of. You interested in them? Eh, not really. You know, like, I've already proved myself. There's no reason for me to really push the drugs like that anymore. Me being 25 now, you know. Um, because again, like for my um, uh, genetic cards that I was played, I really need to push the stuff to really be competitive, which then six six, right? Or six five, six four, yeah. And so, but my upper body doesn't really hold its fullness very well, and so, like, I really have to pump the food to really grow. I mean, like, well, every. You've seen my legs, I and mean, when bro, like I'll be like thousand calories, and my legs are full of shit, you know. Yeah. But my upper body just—I mean, like again, like genetics, man. You know, like there's no reason for me to be pushing one cc of freaking trend A every day just to, you know. I mean, like get top three, you know. I mean, like right. ain't no reason at that point. Like, exactly. Yeah. So I made that call. After my last show, of course, like I got fucking politically fucked too, because the the two dudes that placed ahead of me had no legs, but I mean they were they had the edge on me for upper body. Yes, I'll give them that, but they had n- no legs, which is half of your physique. Yeah, you know. But and so I was like, yeah, fuck that. I'm not gonna do this shit for for a good while. And so I tried to bulk up on this blast that I'm doing now, but again, like. I don't look forward to like eating that much food anymore, you know? Um, and like, I have, to, I mean, like literally, I mean, m- maybe if I was still in school and like, that was like my only thing, but now that I have work, I can't always eat on time. I got to go train clients. I got to go do a podcast with my boy, Peter, you know? I, I mean, like, 
Okay. I'm gonna be like, oh, oh, Peter, let me eat. Yeah. You know, no, no. I mean, like, there's again, because like that's part of the whole taking away from the beautiful aspects of life. You know. Amen. The reason, you know, it's okay. You know, like. I gotta eat. I gotta eat. I gotta eat. I gotta fucking have my coworkers cover for me while I go eat. You know, like that's so s- selfish. You know, yeah. bro. Like, I feel like I couldn't even go pro w- w- without really pushing it too hard. And so, I'm doing this all out of my pocket. Yeah. Still, you know? I mean, yeah. like, there's no need to do all that shit and not get compensated for it. I mean, of course, like it'll boost my name, boost some online clients, boost some clients there. But again, like the cost for bot bro like my expensive my show, my show is cracked like 5k you know yeah you know and really? i mean like there's a reason for me to drop seven thousand dollars on a, on a five dollar trophy right you know so it's like fuck that you know and there's for now of course, this is why i currently feel like you know i'm mean, like right. you know maybe i get bit by that bug and i'm gonna go compete you know, but as of right now, as of April 27th, sorry, my cat, she's all good, brother. We're, she's welcome. Um, I fucking love it. Yeah, bro, she's a character, but um, yeah, I mean, like, there's no reason for me to really do it right now, nor like, do I want to. Bro, you know? brother, I, I, I support that decision, and I feel like. Something that's good that you recognize, which I feel like a lot of men our age sometimes aren't able to look at things maybe in this light. But when you know about something and you have a high knowledge of it and a high expertise, and it's been like something that you've been about for a long ass time in your life, and you're able to say, hey, like, I'm a master in this realm. But instead of continuing to master it or keep trying to push it, I'm going to use what I learned and I'm going to focus on sharing it with others so that it can help them in extremely valuable ways. That's that's such a better decision, just with all things considered, than putting the body through the fucking grinder and Howdy there, ladies and gents. It is commercial break, Peter, again, and we're having a blast. We hope you're having a blast, and we're about to get to one of my favorite parts of the show, and we're back to the show. Hand Planet Podcast, would you rather questions? A few T's and C's. I will answer them with you. They might be crazy. They might be goofy. They might be funny. They might be thought-provoking. They might just be off the rocker. But um, outside of the question is up for interpretation. Okay. There we go. Question number one. Would you rather lose all of your teeth or all of your hair? Teeth because I can just get... um, Well, can I get... um, what are those things called? Veneers? Um, uh, yeah. Can you get veneers? Like I said, brother, it's, it's if it's outside the question, it's up to your own interpretation, but I would assume so. Yeah, I mean, shit. Yeah, it's not it's, saying yes. you lose all your money. Yeah, true. Yeah, so teeth can be replaced, hair cannot. 
as easy. So yes. Yeah. They're coming out with some hair shit though, I feel like. I've seen Deion Sanders and those hair commercials. Fucking uh finasteride, bro. Two milligrams. I'm kidding. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> that might do the trick too, ladies and gents. All right, brother Eric. Question number two. Would you rather give up the internet or showering for a month? The internet, because I would get a lot of a lot of self-reflecting time and a good get away from having to keep up with like this image. Right. I really like an image that like I try to put out, but like you know, like I am someone that's pretty popular on social media, internet stuff. So it'd be a good break. Absolutely. Yeah. Man, they can. Uh... Would you have a reputation? You know, it's a constant job sometimes to fulfill it. Up to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, brother. I'm sure we could write a book on that topic. But question number three. Would you rather have your mouth taped shut for an entire year or one hand tied behind your back for an entire year? <laughs> Probably one hand because I talk so much, you know. Yeah, you know, so like, got to be able to talk. I'm going yeah. hand too. Yeah, I mean, like, because again, like, I can. I mean, I'll compromise enough. Okay, so how long do I have my hand behind my back? Both are for a year. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, I'd rather. Hmm. But the thing is, like, you can text and play that out. The two right. hands. But, I mean, can you shower with one hand? You know? I mean, yeah, I mean yes, you can, but, like... Not you know, a good like, shower. Exactly, you know? Can you play video, video games, you know? I mean, like, there's... So, I probably do mouth shut now that I I really think about it because it's because, like... Because then, like, I can work out still and all that, too. Yeah. I mean, I feel like... The year that I would have my mouth taped shut, I would get the swollest I've ever been. Oh, I would yeah, probably man. accomplish the most shit yeah. I've ever accomplished. Probably cut yeah. down the most trees I've ever cut down. Yeah. You got me sold. I'm going. I'm going. Um, taping the old mouth. Podcast would be in sign language. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna or like just like text it out. You know, text and play. <laughs> that would be uh, a blow to the podcast if we had to go into sign language. But luckily, these are just questions. Yeah, it's hypothetical, yeah. All hypothetical. All right, brother. Would you rather watch a marathon of your favorite TV show? Uh, this one's this one's shitty. Pulling another one out of the rabbit hat. Yeah, true. Would you rather have your entire life experiences converted into a movie that you can watch whenever you want to remember them or your life turned into a book that can be read and interpreted by anyone and lives on forever? I'd rather do the movie so I can see them because like, only I can really interpret Don't stop. Them. Yeah. You no, know, I mean, like, because 
a, a lot of my life is very visual and people reading that wouldn't get that same effect yeah I feel like reading 50 years I don't know if we're going to be reading things ladies and gentlemen right I know yeah I mean it's I don't really do a lot now just in general I do more like visual type of stuff and that that's extremely more effective in, in my opinion yeah I mean like, I, I learn way better to like visual too very weird yeah. but yeah I think it's the best way to learn. Well, brother, great responses to the questions. Was that it? We got we got we got some bonus questions. If you if you are still feeling alive for them, fire away. Yeah, yeah, you can throw me a bonus. I actually got one off the top of my off the top of my head that I don't need to read. Gotcha. So, brother, would you rather? hallucinate that there is a clown inside of your room every time that you walked into it but you are hallucinating it like only you can see this clown but it's there and it's creepy and have that for the rest of your life or permanently have a guy in an Easter bunny suit stalking you, trying to kill you. Which one so, would you rather go with? I'd rather do the clown one because um, I'm a very big fan of Slipknot. And um, one of the members is like, well, his mask is a clown. And I really fuck with clowns. Very okay. weird. But yeah. I mean, I'm like, I'll be like, hey, that's dope. You know I mean? Like, if I, saw, if I saw that, I'll be like, hey, fucking. Is that What's going man? Back yeah, home, yeah, yeah. Fucking, I'll like fucking start playing some heavy metal or something, you know. Start kicking it with him. I'm saying, yeah. I mean, like, I'll be like, hey, dude, enjoy the ride with me, bro. So, is it a drug induced hallucin hallucination? You know, I don't know. I'd assume so, or maybe yeah. it's a schizophrenic type crazy shit. <laughs> I guess. I mean, like, they're both positives, both negatives. So. Those those type of syndromes blow my mind. People who like hallucinate, but they don't. They're not like on some shit. I feel bad for them, man. Me too. It's tough. <sighs> it's tough. One more bonus. Yeah, sure, bro. Go for it, man. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in the bonus realm. Brother, would you rather? Be able to accurately read minds or accurately predict the future. I don't know because if I predict the future, then I can change what I'm doing now. That'll also change the future. If I can read minds and I can manipulate what I do for a better overall output so i probably want to read minds plus like you know well the caveat is that sometimes you don't want to always hear what people think and so sure. can i can i pick and choose whose mind to think or like is it just I like i would assume I look so. at someone and then it's automatic you know, i assume so okay yeah because 
I can pick and choose and yes, mind read. I hate <laughs> to say it, brother, but I'm going predict the future. Really? Just think about like if this is the stock market mentality coming out in me, but if you know what companies or what technologies absolutely 100% are going to take over, you would become, I mean, as wealthy as you'd want to be. And then when you're extremely wealthy, you're able to choose what you want to do with that. I would use it for the good. Of course. I'd have a damn good party for everyone. And um, it's tough. So, I mean, if you could read minds, you'd get rich as shit too. Howdy there, ladies and gents. Commercial break, Peter. Here to ask you, would you rather be able to read minds or predict the future? Let me know in the comments below. And now we have some closing remarks from Eric. Enjoy. I hope this episode was very interesting, you know. Um, I'll try to bring different perspectives towards fitness and health and wellness. So if y'all want everyone... um, if you ever want any sort of mentoring regarding health and wellness, feel free to look me up on Instagram, Eric F. Mora. Um, I know Peter will have that provided too. Absolutely. Fellas, ladies and gents, I said it once, but I'll say it again because I don't want you to miss out. Um, do yourself a favor and go show some love by giving Eric a follow on Instagram at Eric F. Mora. Guys, he is a walking, talking knowledge bank. And um, when it comes to fitness, health, nutrition, and the science behind it, Eric is my go-to guy. So if you ever need mentorship, just simple advice, or uh, want to connect with a professional who's extremely passionate about the work he does, couldn't give Eric a bigger recommendation. He's, um, he's provided a lot of value to me, and um, I absolutely want to share that with you. So, Eric F. Mora on Instagram. Turn that blue box into a white one. So with that being said, folks, we hope you enjoyed the podcast tonight. We hope you had a hell of a time in the galaxy of good vibes. We um, we had a blast. I mean, point blank, simple as that. We had a blast. And uh, if you enjoyed the show tonight, do your man a favor. Hit the like button. Spank the subscribe button. Turn on the notifications. Do what you got to do for the algorithm because I greatly appreciate it. And uh, with that being said, as always, folks, remember, you can never overdose on the good vibes. We shall see you soon. And we shall see you in the galaxy of good vibes. Yet again. Adios and sweet dreams, my friends.